Gavin McGinnis and the Proud Boys were banned from Twitter, and H3H3 was shut down for discussing Alex Jones. You are listening to Politically Uncomfortable, a daily podcast covering political and social ideas with uncomfortable viewpoints. We are your hosts, and you're listening to Episode 3. So for those listening, who is Gavin McGinnis? Gavin McGinnis is a political and social commentator on the right, and um, he's an interesting character who people have very strong opinions about. Although, you know, he's not necessarily a conspiracy theorist or anything. So I've heard some Gavin McInnes. He's definitely not my favorite because some of the things that he said about women are, whoa, just bad. But it, he has a right to his opinion. I don't know if he's considered just regular. I thought he was alt-right. My general vibe, I'm not really sure of what the distinction is. Me neither. It's really hard to tell. But I would say that maybe Fox News, who I would consider that's supposed to be regular right, regular conservative, would maybe have a problem with a guy like Gavin McInnes being a show host. I could okay. see that, you know, he's maybe a little untailored. Okay. So, like, uh, Fox News is to Gavin McInnes what Mike Huckabee is to Trump? maybe yeah it's like yeah. coke and coke new coke or coke lime yeah like uh trump is maybe i don't know what trump is <laughs> okay what about what about h3h3 though i've never seen any of their productions or his productions okay so i can give some background on h3h3 he's like a guy who as far as i know he used to make fun of everybody he kind of would make these parody things and dress up like a more but he, he kind of gave all these commentaries where he made fun of people or would point out problems and like he, like there was one where he pointed out problems with uh, prosperity preachers or just preachers Ooh, in general that's taking dangerous. Money. yeah exactly he's kind of known for just that kind of stuff he most of the things i've seen him do is like talking head but more laid back pot smoking kind of guy so it's funny because episode one i talked about joe rogan being banned and i said this was going to be a wave for for new things happening and was i right i I don't want to brag but man was i right Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, well and again i mean h3h3 wasn't banned he was just suspended he's got a huge following yeah uh so does gavin mckinnis i know he's a really big youtuber right so yeah so it was like i was saying they're starting at the top they're working their ways down now was uh h3h3 it's just youtube right uh no that was a twitter suspension if i'm twitter suspension for h3h3 yep and then uh gavin mckinnis was Band and the Proud Boys apparently too, and I've never heard of. I have no idea who the Proud Boys are. So Twitter, they were the only ones not to block Alex Jones. Yeah, and yet they've got a whole new wave of people that they've banned or suspended as of today. So is that their way of saying like, okay, we're not going to ban Alex Jones, you're not going to bully us into that, but here we'll sacrifice some (laughs) some others to you. Yeah, we won't we won't feed our daughter to the volcano, but you can have her cousins. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it is something like that. Um, it's, it's very peculiar to me, at least. This is happening pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, what is this happening within 72 hour stretch? Yeah. It's all coming to a head pretty quickly. It'll be interesting to see who gets banned in the next few days. It's a free for all almost. Pretty much. What was really interesting to me is, uh, I was listening to a YouTuber called, I think he sounded like Sargon of Akkad, but it was on a different account. And there was a picture posted on behalf of Gavin McGinnis on a different platform, not Twitter, but it was a picture from Twitter that said, your account has been suspended or maybe in his case banned because it has been in violation of our rules. You were in violation of the rule, and there's nothing. 
There's wow. no reason given. That's the screenshot. I definitely know this feeling because having had a YouTube account, I won't say the name of it. I've had a video and you and I both know the video was to keep people. The purpose of the video was literally to keep people from going out, fighting, hurting one another, possibly even killing someone because they were getting riled up about some conspiracy theories. Yep. It was literally the purpose of the video. I put it out there. I didn't expect anything. I was just trying to do my part because I didn't know anything else to do. And I saw people taking something seriously that was not real mm -hmm. and it took off and then it was banned and there was no language. There was no sexual activity. And literally, I just told people not to go out and fight on a particular day. I think it was November 4th or something like that. Yeah, don't go out. Don't add to the confusion, the anger, the violence. Tell people, stay home. Don't go out and don't fight. Don't bother. Yeah, don't go and get into it with protesters. And YouTube took the video, put it in some type of mode where you have to be signed in and show that you're over 18. It was age-restricted. Yeah, it was age-restricted. I... And I actually protested because they said I was in violation. And I, I asked, uh, have you watched this video? Because it's the exact opposite of promoting violence. And it's the exact opposite of that. And I got no response. None whatsoever. Well, I mean, it's their platform. It is ultimately, their platform. Ultimately, I don't think they have to give a reason. No, they don't. The thing about YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all these social media platforms is they talk about how much their community, their community, their community. And people have to understand that they're a business. And they're a community as long as they can make money off of it. But then that kind of goes right out the window. Well, if you're looking to make money, but you want to keep everybody happy, then making suspensions and blocking videos for really no reason at all is the perfect way to dismantle a community. Well, the way I look at it, and people act like there's nothing they can do except be a slave to YouTube and Facebook. Look, Facebook, its growth numbers have gone down. I think they'll continue to go down with this kind of behavior. Facebook didn't exist when I was born. I mean, it didn't exist when I was born either. But what I'm saying is there was MySpace before Facebook. And there yep. could be another book, space, whatever, after MySpace and Facebook. Yep. People, if you really don't like Facebook, you don't like what Twitter's doing, here's something that has even more power than voting. And I don't care how many people tell me it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Boycotting 100% works. And you saying I'm just one person, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because you're one person who gets on and a whole bunch of other people get on, whether you realize it or not, to because you're on there. Either to stalk you because you don't know they're watching you or whatever. But I'm saying it totally matters in a in a their literal platform. Everything that they make money off of is that other people come and hang out with their friends. You mm -hmm. being a friend who's not on there totally matters. I mean, these people were just a couple of friends and they grew into Facebook. If they go to other sites, any of that stuff, then... They'll see their numbers dropping. They'll see their ad revenue dropping. And they'll roll back the servers to 2006 if that's what it takes to get I don't, people to come back. I think these companies are so big they wouldn't know why until it was too late. Yeah. I honestly don't think that they are. I think they're too big to care. And so I, I but the thing about social media is there's always a new social media site out there. Get on a new one. I mean, I. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's just, there's always the next Instagram. Instagram's fairly new. Snapchat's fairly new. And I know they're getting gobbled up and ate up by Facebook and Twitter and et cetera. But it's like, there's a new forum. I mean, it, there's a new forum coming out or et cetera every day. You can expand these forums. You can speak to developers. You can you can work something out where you, you set, start a new site and everybody gets on there and does things. The thing that people are acting like that, they it's like this. It's like the guy that goes to their job every day. They're all upset. They complain and they say, I hate working here. Well, go get another job. We don't live in a country where that's the only place you can work. And people say, well, it's easy for you to say. No, it's not easy. It's simple. But go somewhere else. If you don't like it there that much, leave. Mm -hmm. and, and this is even easier than that. Leave the platform. Go yep. somewhere else.
well, Sixenheimer says leave these you know companies behind right now. Yeah, there are some people saying that, and they're not necessarily the biggest people, right? But they're definitely people with a following. Yeah, uh, and they're people who have their eyes open to that. I think that for some of the biggest people who have been the target of the most recent things, it may be in their interest to act like David slaying Goliath, you know, rather than to say, you know, let's go to this different service. Let these people are saying, let's slay Goliath. I think the thing that every single person who's getting banned from, they need to pick a platform and they all need to run to it. Mm -hmm. And they need to play the underdog card like they're Apple and it's 1994. That's exactly what they need to do and run with it. By the way, didn't you say Apple now is a trillion dollar company? Yeah. So this is, and they, what not in they, this podcast, but yes, <laughs> yes, not you told me that uh, earlier. So that's what they need to do. And and Apple got there playing the underdog card. Oh, we're not gonna, we're not IBM. We see it differently. Think well, differently. Now they're the behemoth, which is banning people. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? It's Don't the circle of get off my platform. And I want to address the freedom of speech people comment comments people keep making. Yes, freedom of speech is not against companies, all right? It's against government coming and infringing on your rights and saying you can't say certain things. However, there is this other concept that we have Americans have accepted culturally, which is respecting someone's freedom of speech to say something in a what we're looking at as a semi-public space because you've made this agreement with Facebook and YouTube and whatever to get on there, to produce content, to say certain things, and they have the right to keep everything that you're saying and doing. So, but the trade agreement was, okay, you can keep my stuff that's actually should kind of technically be mine, but I'm going to be allowed to say what I want to say. That's the unwritten contract that people have had with them. And it's a contract based solely on trust. It's not written in words. Um, It's not in their terms of service that we're always going to respect your freedom of speech. It is written in their terms of service, likely that they can change their terms of service I think that's that's why people are on there. This isn't the first time they rolled out something like this. No. You know, there was the ad apocalypse last yeah. year, wasn't they? Yeah. Wasn't that's what I'm saying. This has actually been rather slow. Mm. Because ad apocalypse was the first line in trying to rid people off of the platform that weren't big guys. Like, who was going to survive that? Except they went after the biggest guy on YouTube. In this particular case? In, no, in the adpocalypse. They went after PewDiePie. <laughs> they weren't going after small people. I mean, they went after small people, too. Yeah, I'm saying they went after everybody. Yeah. They were trying to appease their advertisers. Right, because they got to pay bills. Exactly. And yet, at the same time, by appeasing their advertisers, they took a huge hit against their user base and their content well, creators. I would say this. First of all, hosting videos is... In the way that they do, I mean, 1080 now 4K, mm-hmm. it's extremely expensive and streaming that out. They've got to figure out a way to pay those bills. And YouTube's been sh- technically struggling to do that for a while. I mean, the only reason that they're probably still around is because they're Google's pet project. And Google has money to just throw at YouTube. But at this point, Google being... And cars and glass. And yeah, I mean, Google's two shares now that are over $1,000 a piece on the New York Stock Exchange... They're trying to make YouTube make them some money. And that's what they're doing. This is business as usual. They're trying to figure out a way to make more money with YouTube. Yep. The way they're going about it, the cool thing about it is, I kind of like that they're going about it in this way, and I'll tell you why. Storage is getting cheaper, and I think bandwidth is getting cheaper. I think these technologies are getting cheaper, and I think with time, 
they're just opening a door for competition Mm -hmm. and people still have it in their mind to have competition and with everyone moving towards uh phones you know there's a good argument to be made that you don't need 1080p for a phone you're not going to see 1080p on the phone and so with a lot of people moving to most of their media content being seen on a phone well maybe make it less megapixels maybe it's not 1080p but no one can really tell the difference and stream it across and maybe don't start with forever long videos getting to stream live for however long you want but maybe you start with 30 second 60 second videos and you keep branching it out from there i think there's a really there's just an open season field for that kind of stuff especially a group if they came around and said we're never selling to the big and they just list the companies that have banned people i mean they put that in their their credo i mean they can always turn around and do that and lie because i mean and then they say we have no credo <laughs> yeah we have no credo but i'm saying there's any a, proof to the opposite is a fabrication by our enemy there was a site called vidme that was supposed to take on youtube and they were like we will never but they really didn't get themselves together in a good way they uh they didn't optimize for phones that wasn't what they made all of their site about from the get-go and they also tried to be everything all at once and on YouTube didn't start as everything all at once. So anybody coming in and trying to be competition shouldn't try to start to be everything all at once. I mean, there's a big unused space for trying to find uh, content that and saying, hey, content creators, can you make what you make a little bit more local and reaching out to smaller local companies and getting advertisements from them instead of depending on like Coca-Cola. I mean, you could literally get a bunch of people and say, hey, let's get together, let's let's build space, but we're going to make the videos more opti- optimized for local areas and get advertisers from smaller companies. There'd be a lot more work involved as far as bringing that together, but then you would make sure the advertisers got on things that they wanted, and then the content creators got the payment that they wanted, and everyone could be happy instead of depending on like five people saying, we don't like what we're seeing, and you're having to shut down your entire website and ruin your entire platform. Mm-hmm. I think the immediate solution is to do like Smosh and some of these people do and have your own website. Mm -hmm. I would say that's the short term and the immediate solution. Create your own website, create your own space on the internet. And then I would also say create your own mini platform by inviting a lot of other people onto your platform and then go over to their platform too and, and work together and see if you can gradually start intertwining with one another. The immediate way that you can solve that problem is create your own platform. And if you're a viewer and you're a watcher and you think this is wrong, start trying to optimize to going to people's site more than going to YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. And you might have a little bit better luck at seeing things without it being completely censored. And who knows, there may be some old things that you liked about content creators that went away because they're trying to bend and, and, meld to all these ever-changing terms of service with extremely ambiguous terms that you might get back because they're on their platform and they can say and do what they want and be who they truly are. So create your own website. You know a great host, don't you? Oh, yeah. You can host on Bluehost. How do you feel about Bluehost? They really streamline the entire process of creating a website. I have one myself through Bluehost. And uh, from start to finish, they give you all the tools you need, all the knowledge you need. And any confusion you have, they'll help you through that. Yeah, they have a 24-7 support. And also, what I really liked about it is that they allow WordPress, easy integration with WordPress. So if you don't know how to code and build your own website, that's fine. You can use WordPress, put it on there with them, and they will give you your own space, your own domain name. It comes free with creating your own domain name and all that. So it's 
awesome. I like it. You can go to the site and they have different plans for different sizes of what you're trying to build. And I'll leave a link for that in the description below. Anything else you want to add wrapping this up? Got to build your own space. You got to build your own space. That's the only short-term and long-term solution because both of the things of what we're saying is create your own space, create your own space, create your own space. See the writing on the wall. Don't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. It really is going to hurt you. And I'm interested to see if this time around they're going to start hitting some of these prominent tech reviewers and, and vloggers and stuff who hadn't been hit last time around. So that'll be interesting. We'll have to we'll have to see what happens. Well, if you'd like to see what's happening next going on in this crazy world of ours where people are constantly getting banned, don't forget to subscribe and like this show. Until next time, I'll see you later.